Hey everybody, welcome to another edition of Backpage Breakdown. I'm your host, Antoine Staley. You can always find me on Twitter at, at Antoine Staley. Also find me at all social media platforms to talk about the Jets and also uh, NFL too as well. And my obviously find me at the New York Daily News as well, uh, talking about the Jets and other NFL news. Uh, yeah, we're going to talk about today. I'm just going to ask answer a few questions that some of the people might have had you know, NFL wise, a lot of it be Jets related to obviously with the game last night, which we're going to talk about um, soon. But before we get into everything, first, I want to talk about, you know, bet online too. the last of the major pro sports leagues is often running and college basketball is also here too, as well. Bet online remains your top spot for all the live sport bets, live betting action and contests, NFL, college football, UFC, NFL are all in full swing. Bet online is your number one source for wagering news odds trends and predictions all the hoops betting action along with every sport available at your fingertips with both desktop and mobile assets at any time head to bet online today and remember to use our promo code believe b-l-e-a-v for your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online is where the game started so yeah if you happen to watch that game last night um I'm sorry. <laughs> I and mean, I was not um obviously, you know, a great performance there for the Jets. And I'm losing twenty seven to six. I know uh the NF uh, the ASPN people all pit the Jets and typically when that happens, um things do not go according to plan. And the Jets offenses continue to be, you know, stagnant. It's been, you know, abysmal all year long. I just think people thought that the defense was gonna be good enough to you know, be able to overcome some of, you know, the faults, deficiencies of the offense. But that certainly wasn't the case. I mean, and then I, as I wrote about, you can check the article out on New York Daily News before we get into these, some of these questions. Um, it just, you know, it's the same thing. It's like last year all over again. You're expecting Zach Wilson to not lose the game for you. And I think he, you know, at times has done just that. But, you know, I think some of it's, the offensive problems are clearly his fault. He's the quarterback. And anytime you are a quarterback on any team and you don't perform as up to expectations, you know, you're going to be at fault. I mean, he's not turning the ball over uh, per se as far as interceptions, but, you know, he had a few fumbles last night and miscues and from holding the ball too long. And, you know, he ended up having eight sacks and Joey Bosa had a bit night, you know, Khalil Mack also had a bit night too as well. So, yeah, I think part of the sat problem is his fault. He's just not getting rid of the football as fast, as quickly as I think he should be. Also, part of that is the offensive line, too, with the Jets because uh, they have not played particularly well, and they've had a lot of injuries. Uh, Joe Tippin, you know, came back last night, played center. I thought he did a really decent job. You know, I won't say great because I don't think anybody on the offensive line was – great when you give up eight sacks, but I thought he did a, you know, probably the best job out of anybody, him and Mekhi Betton, but, you know, you had Matt Mitchell in there. He struggled, you know, going from right tackle to guard. Billy Turner definitely did not have a good game. Uh, Lincoln Thomason didn't have, definitely didn't have a good game. You saw, like, the Chargers were, you know, going up the middle with pressure and just were able to get pressure, you know, penetration on Zach Wilson the entire – for most of the night, so – yeah, I mean, it's something they're going to have to fix. I know Dwayne Brown, you know, we talked to Robert Sala not too long ago. Really didn't get into the details if Dwayne Brown's going to come off and possibly play against the Raiders this week. They have 21 days to activate him, you know, what sees, 
you know, they start his clock and window. So you do the math, he's either going to be this week or next week, you know, when Dwayne, Dwayne Brown decides to return, when he does return, you know, to the Jets, to the rest. You know, you're facing two teams that have pretty solid defenses when you talk about the Buffalo Bills coming up next week. And then, obviously, you know, this upcoming week against the Raiders. And whatever you want to say about the Raiders, their defense has, you know, played well as of late. So it's definitely going to be an interesting challenge there uh, for – you know, the Jets are coming up. So, yeah, they definitely had to have their hands full there with the offensive line. But, yeah, basically I think it's just been a collection of a lot of different things So why their offense isn't clicking, whether it be mistakes. You know, Alan Lazar made three penalties and had some drops too in, in the course of the game. Uh, you talk about play calling. Nathaniel Hackett has been, you know, under fire. And I know he was asked – Robert Sala was asked, would Hackett give up play calling, which is not going to happen because – you know, when you when the Jets decided to go out and get Aaron Rodgers, they made their bet to understand. They were the ones that decided, you know, we're going to not only bring in Aaron Rodgers, but we're going to bring it. You know, I know they got Hackett first before end up truly, you know, trading for Aaron Rodgers. But when the moment they, they were committed to Aaron Rodgers, they, just, they made a commitment to not only him, but the things that he likes to do and the players that he wants to be around. That's why they went out and got Alan Lazar. That's why they went out and got Dalvin Cook. That's why they went out and got Randall Cobb and Billy Turner, because those are players that, you know, he wanted, you know, to join him on the team. So once you once you were able to do that, then, you know, you're kind of committed to them. You know, they're not going to get rid of Hackett. You know, I think Hackett is part of the problem, too, for the Jets as well. You know, the play call and the lack thereof, that I think the creativity is just very, you know, vanilla and – you know, I know they're trying different things too, but it's just simply not working right now at the moment. And, you know, it's past the training deadline. You know, I know a lot of people were calling for Zach Wilson to be benched. That's probably not going to happen, you know, at this point too. Robert Sala is not even going to bring up Trevor Simeon from the practice squad there. Tim Boyle is going to be your backup moving forward. I just don't – I have a hard time believing they're going to, you know, right the ship and get things straight. And uh, quite honest with you, you know, you look at the AFC, you know, right now the Bengals are the seventh seed. Do you think, do you think, does anybody think the Jets are better than any other seven seeds in the playoffs right now that will make the playoffs? Maybe the Browns, possibly. I don't, I don't think they're better than the Steelers. They damn sure ain't better than the Ravens and Dolphins. And I mean, we'll see how they play the Dolphins in a few weeks, too. Uh, not better than the Ravens, not better than the Chiefs. You know, they've already lost to the Chiefs once. So, uh, I I don't think they're better than any of the teams currently in the playoffs. And, you know, the, also the bigger thing is you start losing tiebreakers now. That's why the Monday night game was big because now, you know, you're 4-4 four and four and then you get your muddled with all these other teams like the Texans. So you, you will play later on the season, but currently you're losing the tiebreaker against them. And then obviously the Chargers, you will lose the tiebreaker to them unless you're somehow able to – have a better record than them. So it's it's a struggle. Like the Jets have a major, major issues and not a lot of time, not a lot of time left in the season to, you know, get those corrected. And you got nine games left. It sounds like a good amount of time, but it's really not. I mean, it's really not a lot of time to, you know, get correct, get everything corrected um, how it should be. So, yeah, they're going to have to figure things out there on the fly. I don't know if they do this upcoming season uh, and I know a lot of people are holding out hope for Aaron Rodgers and you know I know he's talking about timeline possibly coming back but you know if the team isn't in it 
by the time late December is becomes, then it's not gonna it's gonna be off or not anyway. So yeah, I, I have a hard time believing they will be simply because I don't know if their offense is good enough to compete with the best teams in the AFC, to be quite honest with you. And that's just a simple fact right now. Uh can they win? Can they can they beat teams that are supposed to beat that they're not supposed to be? Yeah. I think on a you know game to game basis, but you know, if you're asking me if they're one of the best teams in the AFC, one of the top seven best teams in the AFC right now, I probably would say no at this moment. Just, just facts, at least from my perspective. So, you know, but still a lot of time left. Maybe they can prove me wrong. Maybe that Wilson starts turning around. You know, we'll see what happens there. But if they lose the Raiders, then, you know, I think a lot of people are going to start looking towards the draft and, uh, we already, I got people already, you know, one of the questions we're already talking about, you know, will the Jets have a, you know, who's the Jets tra- draft in the top 10 this year? And I don't think they'll be bad enough to be, to have a top 10 pick, but, you know, it's looking more and more like this, this is an eight or, you know, at best a nine win team. Like I've been leaning towards probably eight, nine, maybe seven and 10, which is about what they were last year. You got some, you got nine games left, you know, maybe they, maybe they win four of them. You know, even if they win five of those, you know, you look at it from this perspective, you know, that's nine and eight. Is nine and eight going to be good enough to get you into the playoffs this year in the playoffs? I mean, this year in the AFC. I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's going to, you know, have to get 10 wins in order to, you know, firmly establish yourself into the playoffs. Otherwise, again, you start falling into these tiebreaker situations and, you know, nobody particularly wants that. And, and then you're in you're in a bad situation if you're the Jets because you start to lose all these different tiebreakers. So yeah, they they got some issues, but you know we're gonna see how it plays out. But yeah, it's definitely a big game against the Raiders coming up uh, on Sunday. But you know, to the questions, like I know um, I had a few people ask you know ask some questions, you know, as far as um, on the mailbag too. I definitely want to get into some of those. Uh, before we get up out of here because yeah we're also going to have another show coming up on wednesday where we're going to preview uh with preview the raiders game and you know things of that nature too so yeah it's definitely uh you definitely tune into that and then we'll get to like i say more you know pre- like see how you know the raiders kind of stack up with the jets but meanwhile uh i definitely want to get into like three of these questions at least you know one of one of the questions was from Jet Up Bleed Green podcast. Like, how much of a play? How much player? How much of what a player becomes is talent versus an environment? I think it depends on the player. I mean, I think if you're talking about a guy like Patrick Mahomes, then I think he is. He's he was already going to be a superstar player. I think him going with Andy Reid helped accelerate that. I don't know if he would have been as good right away if he didn't sit, he didn't sit and watch Alex Smith for a little bit and you know learn a little bit about the NFL and also how to you know be a quarterback in the league. But I think Mahomes would have been you know tremendous no matter where he was. I, th- I don't know if he you know would have been as good as soon, but I definitely think he would have been tremendous a tremendous player no matter where he went. You know some players if you talk about you know, marginal players, you know, or whether you talk about bad players in a bad situation, uh, you may talk about a guy like Zach Wilson, who's, you know, started out slow, did not play particularly well, you know, as a rookie in his second year and obviously getting benched and, you know, was still having some of the same issues that he had, he had like coming out. I think maybe, you know, he'd be a different player with coaching, but, you know, I don't know how, I mean, he certainly wouldn't be, 
you know, where Patrick Mahomes is, you know, if he went to the Chiefs, I think, you know, he might have been, you know, a serviceable backup, which is, you know, what he's starting to be, you know, a little bit with the Jets. But that's a whole nother situation. I think, you know, Zach Wilson has gotten better, but I don't think it's necessarily fair to put all the blame on him. But, you know, to answer your question, yeah, I think it's something has something to do a little, a little bit uh, as far as some talent and some environment and compared to the environment. But uh, I don't think it's the end all be all. I think most players are good because I think they're good players, not because of necessarily the environment that they are in. But you know, it's definitely a good question and uh, something to just kind of think about there. But yeah, I definitely think uh, that it's more or less the player than necessarily you know the coaching. But, you know, to another game, uh, to another question, uh, should they bench Zach Wilson? I mean, if you bench Zach Wilson, who are you going to bring in, Tim Boyle? <laughs> I mean, obviously, like I said, they're not going to bring up Trevor Simeon from the practice squad, which I thought they would at some point. But, you know, apparently they're comfortable with Tim Boyle being their backup because if something happens to Zach Wilson, then that's it, really. You know, you got Tim Boyle in there, but and that's even more of a downgrade than Zach Wilson. So that's the way you have to look at it. But, you know, I don't think – I think it would take something crazy for them, for anybody else to be on the center unless it's an injury. So I think it's going to be Zach Wilson the rest of the way. And even, you know, I don't think Aaron Rodgers is going to come back. Not simply because I don't think he – I'm not doubting him. I'm doubting that, one, are they going to be good enough to get to the play and be in contention, and two – and I think it's the larger point, and I've said this to a few times, considering how bad the offensive line is, do you really want Aaron Rodgers being back there? A forty, a guy's about to turn 40 in December that's coming off an Achilles injury? I don't think it's necessarily a smart thing to do. So that's just my perspective. So uh, Roger Saffold, like, where is he coming in? Like, I don't know the answer to that, uh, but they do need some – they do have some offensive line issues. I don't know if Saffold could – you know, the you know, upgrade of what they have right now. So, yeah, Alan Lazard, like a, they, they paid him a lot of money, so he's not going anywhere. So that's just, again, it's, it's a guy that Aaron Rodgers wanted to bring in. So it's going to have to be one of those teams. It's going to have to be one of those instances where you have to hope he gets better. So, and the offense, like how can, how can somebody else ask this too as well? Uh, how can the offense get better on third down and red zone? Well, you know, I think one more no huddle. I think they started trying to do that last night. I think they had some momentum, but the the penalties, penalties, turnovers, everything, they were just shooting themselves in the foot. And I thought they were moving the ball pretty regularly. But, you know, when you make mistakes over and over again, you know, that's kind of what's going to happen. So, yeah, that's kind of how it is. But, yeah, those are the questions this week. I'm, I'll do mailbag, you know, moving up moving forward um every now and then too as well hopefully we'll get some more more interaction too as well again we'll have another show coming up you know kind of previewing the jets raiders later on this week you can, again you can find me at antoine staley also find my work in the new york daily news and also check out that pace breakdown each and every week too which is presented by bet online all right i'll see y'all guys later on this week all right